When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Jess McFadden, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Now, if you're wondering why you might be able to hear engines whirring, background noise at the moment, I am here with our F1 reporter, Luke Smith. We are walking on the streets of Monaco because we are, of course, coming to you live from Monaco itself. We are doing the most Monaco thing possible, I think, Luke. We are on our way to a yacht party. Oh, we know how to live, don't we? Um, no, it's, uh, it's actually quite an interesting one. It's a business of F1 forum that uh, is being hosted by the Financial Times and Motorsport Network. So uh, we've got Stefano Domenicali speaking, uh, Chloe Target-Adams, who's sort of basically the person in charge of all of F1's calendar and schedule and everything. Uh, we're going to be yeah, hearing some quite interesting topics up for for debate tonight so uh yeah be sure to stay tuned in the coming days to see lots of analysis and news coming from that but uh yeah a yacht in monaco it's, it has to be done really doesn't it jess i know and you're, you're trying to pass it off like it's it's work now of course you will be writing stories off the back so although it is a rather special location shall we say we are still very much working but that's enough about us telling everybody at home who can't be here let's talk about what we saw what we all saw on track today first day of running the new weekend format obviously we've condensed it because we had the back-to-back with Spain to try and help with the logistical efforts of getting the everything set up here in Monaco um, but it looks like it's Charles Leclerc to lose yeah it's been a really impressive start from Charles Leclerc 
We talked about this Monaco curse that he's got. Obviously, he's never finished a race here. Even at the Monaco Historique a couple of weeks ago, he crashed Nicky Lauda's Ferrari. So I think that's been one of the main narratives coming into the weekend. But Charles, so far, so good. The Ferrari's looking really good in the low-speed corners. So obviously, that's pretty much all there is here around Monaco. I think we saw in Spain through Sector 3 just how good that Ferrari was. Red Bull, their big advantage so far this season has been straight-line speed. And obviously, that wasn't that's not really a thing around here. You can't really get that that quick. So it was, uh, yeah, I think that's definitely new to some of Red Bull's advantage. And yeah, it's been, I think, a really solid start from Charles. Track evolution and confidence, they're the two big factors that do allow you to gain so much lap time. And um, Charles really appeared to make big gains through the day and was uh, taking big steps forward with every single run he did. Every single time he put on a fresh set of softs, he would always find uh, an extra few tenths. So uh, yeah, to end the day, P1, Science P2, it's been a really good day for Ferrari. I think uh, they're in the driving seat right now. And finally, at last, if we can't speak too soon, Charles Leclerc's Monica Hoodie might be getting close to being over. I think I saw you tweet, Luke, a little earlier about how much this is a track that demands absolute and utter confidence from its drivers. And the, the subject of that tweet in particular, we're going to come on to because they ha maybe haven't had such a good day today. But um, how much of this curse do you think actually could affect Charles psychologically? I mean, obviously today it didn't look like he had any confidence of crisis at all, but is that something that might go through his head as we get further into the weekend? Charles obviously says that it's not a thing. I asked him yesterday and said, is it something that sort of weighs on your mind or you think about at all? And, and he said, no, not really. Like, I, don't, I don't think about it. But to me, I think just given all of the buzz around Charles right now, the fact he's uh, in this fight for the championship, the fact Red Bull are on this amazing run of form at the moment, he really needs to get a win to stop Max Verstappen's streak. I think it's kind of inevitable. Yeah, it has to be on his mind a little bit, at least, thinking, what have I got to do to catch a break round here? Right the way back to Formula 2, he's never had any luck in Monaco. It's the streets you grew up on. He said it's weird, like, racing on the streets where I took the bus to school every single day. So it is, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of emotion tied up in this place for Charles. So I think that for him, it's, uh, it's massively important that he does get that off his back. I think it's really important for Charles to try and put that to bed. And, uh, yeah, really, I think for the sake of his own championship, but also just for his future here in Monaco as well. He doesn't want to keep coming back year after year. And people like me asking him those really annoying questions saying oh you've never done well here so uh, yeah I think it is hopefully going to be good for Charles to uh, yeah have a clean weekend and finally get a good result in Monaco the early signs have been really really positive though I must say now we did have a couple of interruptions to running today in FP1 we had both horses stop out on track uh, with uh, Battery Voltas on Twitter noting how Mick parked the car at Raskas and disturbed Alonso just like his dad had done uh, uh, previously i don't know what year that was actually uh, what year was that 2006 okay yeah battery voltas on twitter noting that mick had parked the car at Raskas, disturbing alonso just like his dad had done previously which i thought was quite a nice mirroring of events i'm sure mick wasn't too pleased about it but uh, a lit nice little spot there from uh, from twitter um but the biggest or most important, I guess, story coming out was Ricardo's crash in FP2. Now, we spoke about confidence. There's been a lot of uh, negative press, shall we say, around Ricardo coming into this weekend off the back of Zach Brown saying that he hadn't met expectations, his own included, so not just McLaren's expectations, but I'm sure his own as well. What does that crash mean for Ricardo's, the rest of Ricardo's weekend? I think of all tracks where you need that confidence, as we were talking about, this is this is the one. It's Monaco. Like you need to be at the absolute peak of your powers and in a really good spot. 
so much pressure is on you. And one driver I spoke to yesterday, he said that basically, yeah, you every single lap, you get a little bit closer and a little bit closer to the wall. You want to kiss it, but not, fr not French kiss it, which I thought was quite a nice way of summing it up. And for Ricardo, I mean, that was that was a big shunt. And at a time when he is, yeah, struggling for a bit of confidence, maybe he is really, really trying to get to the bottom of his struggles with this car, because clearly something isn't working as it should be. Um, I think that that was really the last thing he needed. It was it was a pretty big shunt. A lot of drivers were struggling through that complex uh, swimming pool. Uh, it meant that some of them had similar kind of struggles right the way through. So I think that it's uh, it's the kind of thing that he just he just really didn't need. He really, really didn't need it. Such a big shunt you lose running you lose that time to build up your confidence but it also means that every time you go through that corner again you're going to be thinking damn like i had a crash there so it'll it's a big setback for daniel and i think that he'll do well to recover from it through the rest of the weekend because it's really the last thing that he and mclaren needed right now particularly when the pressure is on him because i mean for all of the claims that look, it's a three-year contract and everything's okay and we believe in daniel and whatever this this is not good. Like he really didn't need it at this time, and I think we're starting to see Zach Brown in particular maybe getting a little bit frustrated that he's not getting performance from his mega bucks driver. Indeed, of course, because conversely, on the other side of the garage, we've got Lando Norris, who continues to put in performances that make us want to talk about him. Now, he missed the press conferences this morning. He got an exemption from the FIA because he is still recovering from tonsillitis, but that didn't seem to slow him down. No, it didn't. Another really brilliant performance from him, uh, P5, only trailing the Red Bull and Ferrari cars, which I think is the maximum that McLaren can be doing right now, with or without tonsillitis. Like, we saw in... Um in Spain, just how much that took out of him in the, on the radio at the end of the race when like he couldn't even talk and they said, look, just click a button to tell us you're okay. So I think it's just been another incredible performance by him so far today. And Lando, he's in a really good groove right now. I think clearly he is becoming more and more the leader at McLaren, which is, yeah, that's, that's not a great look for Daniel Ricciardo because he needs to be taking it back. He needs to be at least on a par. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we saw, what, okay, we had the win at Monza last year, but otherwise, Lando's been the man in charge at McLaren right the way through their time together. So, yeah, definitely a big setback for uh, Ricardo. For Lando, though, I mean, yeah, you can't speak highly enough about him to be facing such a, a big challenge there. McLaren said, look, we're going to obviously limit what he does this weekend in terms of, like, media and things like that, just so he can fully recover, basically. But I think that in the car, he's going to be absolutely going to the maximum. And, uh, yeah, Full credit to him because I definitely wouldn't want to be doing my job at the best of my powers when I'm under the weather with tonsillitis of all things. Now I'm sure we could do a whole podcast session on what Ricardo needs to do or can do next because he is rapidly running out of teams to be able to go to if he if he is indeed out of uh, a seat at McLaren. But let's let's give him this weekend to impress. Let's see how we what he can do and how he can recover tomorrow and on Sunday. But another thing I wanted to talk to you about that is again. Coming into Monaco, we had the worry about this new regulation of cars, how it was going to perform at Monaco. They didn't seem to be particularly good in slow corners. Is that is that worry still there? Because Hamilton has made complaints about the surfacing and that, that bouncing, that porpoising that we just keep talking about. Um, we thought that maybe they'd got on top of it at Mercedes, but Lewis had a lot to say about it today, didn't he? 
He did, yeah. He said it was uh, he said it was enough to take your eyes out of the sockets, I believe was that how he phrased it. And it uh, yeah, a really bumpy ride. Uh, called it a roller coaster. George Russell said he felt like he was doing wheelies at some point, which uh, that's quite a low grip solution, I think, if we're driving a, a Formula One car. But yeah, almost a GP indeed. Uh, Lewis Duncan, I'm sure our colleague will be very happy with that. But it's uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a day for Mercedes. I think after all of the progress they made in Spain, after George Russell saying, look, we've turned a corner taking a step forward now it it is a bit of a step backwards today but it's monaco it's kind of very unique uh, it's very yeah you're gonna have those bumps and it i think everyone was expecting it to be felt pretty badly over this weekend so it's maybe no surprise that mercedes has taken a bit of a step back on that front and i think it's not going to be indicative of the whole season but obviously for a weekend where they were hoping to maybe sort of maybe yeah spring a surprise and get back in the mix a little bit it's really not what they would have wanted so uh yeah not great for mercedes today but i think as the weekend goes on they'll probably try and understand the issues a bit more the good thing is though look we saw in spain that they can get on top of these things and i think through the rest of the weekend hopefully they'll be in slightly better shape monaco is certainly unique um but another story coming into this weekend was something that our colleague john noble had put together regarding how the sector three of spain can often give you a really good indication of who's going to come out on top in monaco and a driver that came out that might surprise or maybe won't surprise everybody based on how well he's been performing this season so far is bottas he was the dark horse coming into this race, but he has not had a plain sailing Friday at all. Luke, do you want to talk us through what's been happening with Bottas? Yeah, it was another power unit issue for Valtteri Bottas, and it does seem to be happening quite a lot on Fridays, to the extent that apparently he said to team principal Fred Vasseur, I'm just going to turn up on Friday night in Baku. There's no point in me coming early because I'm not going to do any running. Yeah, not what he would have wanted because yeah we looked at the data and it did point to alpha being quite strong here bossas he's been so good so far this season talking to other midfield drivers they say at the moment it kind of feels like you've got the top four and bossas and then everyone else is kind of out of reach so i think this was the kind of weekend where we thought maybe a big result is on the cards maybe they can really impress so for him to have lost so much running today again it's just not what you need at a confidence track when you want to try and build things up so that plus the red flag it's not been a great day for bossas but i think that the underlying pace of the alpha is there again that should give a bit of confidence moving forward well as we know all eyes will be on tomorrow tomorrow is what usually counts although there is rain predicted on sunday so we could see a bit of a mixed up race if you were listening to the sunday night podcast after the spanish grand prix you might have heard luke and i having a bit of a discussion about monaco i um, have not historically been a fan of racing here i think i've described it as a uh, almost like a, a messy divorce between Monaco and Formula One in that Formula One has gone in a, in a direction that's different from what's needed to have good racing around here. Now, I went trackside for the very first time and I can definitely say, unquestionably, I have never witnessed Formula One <laughs> like it. Um, it will be moments that stick with me for sure. But what I'm always concerned about is it's all well and good us saying that we get amazing access uh, the and, and, and experiences that you don't get at home and isn't translated at home and I know that the TV broadcast is something that is is criticized a lot around Monaco because it's a different company that usually takes over it's a local monogas company that is running the world feed this weekend so I do want good racing I want it to be a really really good weekend um, not just because I'm here and I would like to experience it for myself but Luke what are you expecting from tomorrow 
the, arguably the most important day in Monaco. Most important day in Monaco, but I think also one of the most exciting days of the entire Formula One season. I think that when you hook a lap up in Monaco, well, I say this like I know this, but I, I don't. It's uh, the drivers who I've uh, spoken to. They all say that when you, yeah, you hook up a lap in Monaco, it really is unlike anything else. It's an amazing, exhilarating experience. Gasly said that he can sometimes do an absolutely perfect lap and only be good enough for fifth or sixth. So he said, if it's the fight for pole position, like I can't imagine what that buzz is like. Fernando Alonso, he said he's had perfect laps here and they've not been his pole laps. So it is, I think, it's where you see the drivers at their absolute best and peak of their powers in Formula 1 which is very exciting but as you do rightly say Jess that does not lend itself to a particularly exciting race I think that's something that we've all come to expect in Formula 1 over the years we know that it's uh, yeah Monaco Sundays and maybe not the highlight of the season but uh, yeah who knows a bit of rain could spice things up potentially um, Pierre Gasly he spoke on Thursday he said that a bit of rain he just thinks of 1996 when Olivier Panis won Valigier so who knows maybe some uh, drama can strike once again but uh, yeah I think that as much as Monaco Sunday Sunday may be a bit of a snooze fest. I think Monaco Saturday is one of those must-watch spectacles in Formula 1. It really is uh, an incredible scene to see the drivers at the absolute limit and uh, going going for it around these streets. All right, well, I will. Uh, the jury's out until Sunday. Maybe you'll hear, well, you will hear our verdict because both Luke and I will be on the review podcast on Sunday. But until then, stay tuned. We'll be back tomorrow to give you all the happenings from qualifying around here tomorrow night. And until then, we'll see you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.